Come on in, guys. Okay, Matt Hambridge, Jared Sundin, back here for a little Survivor 41 wrap-up. Jared, it's been a minute. How you been? Good, good. Busy, um, as I'm guessing you have been, which is why we're just coming back now. But yeah, yeah, good holiday stretch there. Christmas and New Year's. I'm taking this whole week off, so I'm still not quite back in the swing of things, but perfect time then to uh, get this last Season 41 piece out there for everybody. Yeah, let it sink in a little bit revisit yeah on to the next yeah so um i've got a loose outline for how to go through this but you know really i think let's kind of let the conversation take us where it takes us um we'll get to things when we get to them um but let's just jump right into it the easy things to start with um so just i guess for this episode we're just gonna kind of go over the season what worked what didn't work cast rankings that kind of thing just a general overview look back and what we thought on the season as a whole now we had some time to get some get some space from it and you know reflect back on it um so starting with survivor 41 no title no theme probably don't need to spend too much time on this one touch on it before i thought nothing of it and i think that's kind of what we decided on early on yeah the name really had no influence on how much i enjoyed the season at all um and it never really does so yeah i guess it's good that they didn't really try to come up with something crazy yeah unless until they have like a reason for a theme heroes versus villains 2 something like that i think the numbers are just fine it's more of a boring title i prefer it when there's a location or something with it but if they're just going to be in fiji the whole time and not really do a theme the numbers are just fine. Again, no, no difference there on, on my end. Um, and then the shorter season, this was kind of the first big change that was, was made public only 26 days. I think we could kind of see it in the gameplay that there was really no, no lull in terms of the players. They kind of jumped from day one straight through to the end of to the end game is just going through, but I didn't really notice a difference. They still got the same number, number of episodes out. And I didn't think, oh, I can see the, the missing 13 days. Yeah, um, I actually thought that the gameplay was more conservative, like with the shorter number of days. You, you saw a number of people um, get voted out. Well, I mean, two people got voted out with idols, never even played them. Um, Xander, I, I'm forgetting now, like, did he even need to play? He didn't need to, but yeah. he, he played it at the last possible chance to play it just because at that point, why wouldn't you? Um, but no, he, he never, he wasn't in danger of that vote. Yeah. It seemed uh, to me, it, it did seem like there was a lack of big moves. Um, you know, like you could kind of, you could 
still see who was playing the better games, I think, and who wasn't. But I would guess, like at least in my opinion, that um, the reduced length of time gave them less time to think about, like, you know, making a move that would define their game or, like, really planning out to the end um, what they wanted to do and how to get there. Yeah, and I think the biggest effect of the shorter game will be on the players and not really on the audience or the viewing experience. You know, unless they're constantly talking about it on the show of, oh, it's only 26 days or whatever, if they're if they're referencing it all the time, which I don't remember that being the case, maybe a couple times, but unless they're doing that, I don't think many fans are going to notice or notice enough to really care about it. Yeah, the number of times that they referenced 26 days was probably 5% of the number of times they referenced how hard it was. Yeah, that was that better be just a season 41 thing. I didn't have that in my notes. Um, I don't know if that was an intentional absence, but the number of times people said the hardest season ever, that was that was a little much. It would not surprise me if it was the same for 42, just because they have to justify the 26 days again. And it's already already in the bag. They've got it ready to go. Um, But I think, you know, Survivor's become such a meta show that players take into account, for better or for worse, what the audience will think for certain things. Seeing how how upset fans and other players got over them constantly saying hardest season ever, (laughs) 43 and beyond will probably take that into account. I'm yeah. hoping and we'll, we'll dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even think like from our perspective on 42, if the players are still talking about it and the show is still talking about it on 42, I'm going to be less annoyed just because I know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so not, yeah, I'll, I'll understand it for, for what it is, but I just got to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, 43, like with a lot of the twists that we'll get to, will be kind of the the real barometer of where things are headed, I think, for most of this. Um, moving on, it started off, one of my concerns going into the season was that this was going to be, you know, quote unquote, the COVID season. And it it is because the first season back after after the break, but that it was going to be referenced nonstop on, in the season, given all of the the social justice issues that came up in the last, you know, 18 months in between 40, 40, season 40 and 41 that I, I thought that might take center stage and it, it started off rough. They mentioned it. They referenced yeah. COVID and quarantine a few times in the first episode, maybe the first two, and then it really dropped off. And I'm guessing it got referenced a lot more in confessionals or on the beach that that was a story they wanted to tell. They probably could have. So for a lot that production dropped the ball on this season, I'm very thankful they didn't go that route because that would have made this pretty much an unbearable season, I think. Yeah, uh, I was worried. (laughs) I was worried the first episode. Um, But it's like you just look at how much they still couldn't even show. Like, and if you added COVID into one of the things we were talking about, then I mean, there's going to be no time for anything but talking about COVID and game twists. Yep. Yep. So 
whether they made that decision because they didn't want to do COVID or, or just because they wanted to focus on the twist and wouldn't leave enough time for both. The end result was, was preferable. Um, so I don't think we need to touch on that anymore. Um, so hopefully that'll be a one-time thing. Season 42, maybe we'll touch on it just because they were filmed so close together. Um, yeah. But I think we're kind of safely out of the woods on, on that part. Um, I would say when I think of COVID seasons, um, the first thing that's actually going to come to my mind is the virtual finale of Winners at War. Um, true very true because that was like an event that should have been amazing like in person and it was completely different um and just it felt so weird like this season granted i mean they did the no reunion and you know reading the votes there and all that stuff but like to me, that's still like it, it worked better with production than doing the virtual. And I, I guess, yeah, that just speaks again to um, them doing a decent job of not focusing too much on that this season. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that Winners at War virtual reunion, the further and further we get away from 2020, that's just going to feel so out of place it felt so accurate and normal at the time because everything you were doing was virtual it seemed like or most things at least and so it just kind of felt oh yeah this was just this just was happening now but if someone's just like watching this the seasons through and maybe for the first time and they're not really focusing on what year the season was taking place in it's just going to hit you like a brick wall (laughs) yeah yeah age it'll age quite poorly I would imagine. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing, I'd assume for season 42, they're going to do the same kind of thing for the reunion. Hopefully yep. by that point, they can maybe do the Survivor reunion on the island as like a, another special and then get in a live reunion. You know, it remains to be seen, but it seems more of a possibility than with season 41. But again, only time will tell on that. Um, anything else on the... I guess on the on the COVID front or that thing before we move on. I don't have anything else to add on that. No. That part of it. Okay. No. Do you want to go to twists or cast next? Let's uh let's stick with like the gameplay theme for now. Okay. So twists and advantages. This was the theme of the season, unfortunately. I think many would would agree on. Um, and I have one point that was that was brought up in an, in a player's inter like post game interview. Oh, that, nice. That okay. just solidifies how dumb this was. <laughs> um, so just run down. Please they be had Danny. The, Please be Danny. No, it was Heather. Oh, they had okay. earning and losing Flint, Shipwheel Island, beware advantages, beware idols, shot in the dark, earn the merge, and the hourglass share twist, the do or die, knowledge is power, final five go to New, New Island. I mean, that's one season, one 26-day season. Yeah. Um, so we'll go through those um, one by one here. The earning and losing Flint, it's, they, it's kind of an adaptation of what they typically do is when you lose that first immunity challenge, you don't get your Flint until you go to Tribal Council. Now you really need to full-on earn it by, by winning at immunity 
And if you lose immunity, you lose your Flint again. I thought it, there was just too much going on. It was perfectly fine the way they left it. You you don't get Flint till you go to tribal council or until you win an immunity challenge. It it just there was it was just one extra thing that I don't think added a whole lot to the show that I know they really wanted to focus on the elements and make it difficult. Shorter seasons got to be harder, less food, all of that nonsense. And I I kind of like the idea where they're coming from, but I just thought this was, you know, one too many things just happening that just didn't need to get in there to, to mix things up. Yeah. And what I, what I think they didn't really factor in here is that like the show is not what it was at the beginning. Like we can, like at the beginning, you know, first season or two, um, even go like maybe six seasons at five, six seasons in where you're really struggling to, you know, keep your fire going and you have to boil your water and all that stuff. Like this is, I'm sure they wanted to try and give it that feeling again um, of being difficult, but they just did not take into account that like, it's not the same game. You can't go back to, to what it was like knowing now what we know, like we are not watching to see them struggle to make fire like and you can you can focus more on that and i guess that's fine if you want to make it harder on the players but like we can't we can't or at least i can't in my head go back to a spot where i'm like wow i wonder if they're gonna get this started (laughs) yeah no that's that's a good point the big thing now is that like you said in the early seasons when it was a little more difficult they needed the fire to drink water that was the only way to get drinkable water for them. Now they have the well. Yeah. So the lack of fire and they didn't, they didn't give them rice. So it's not like they, they had food they couldn't even cook. They just couldn't get warm, which is, which is the thing, I guess. Um, but they had drinkable water. They didn't have food they couldn't cook. So I don't really think it added a, a whole lot to it. I mean, I don't know how cold nights get. Um, I know when it, if it rains and you have a fire going, it's a huge help. Than if you don't, but you know, if you don't do the fire pit right anyway, the rain is going to wash it out regardless. Um, but I'm not, I don't really care too much if this one stays because it is so inconsequential, it feels like. But you know, if we're going through one by one and picking and choosing what stays and what goes, I would, I would say just go back to what they used to do with the flint, it's not going to change anything. Yeah, same. All right, uh, Shipwheel Island. Um, again, don't know if this is the official name for it, Deci- decision on whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I know it got the the prisoner's dilemma tag. And I know, strictly speaking, it's not a true prisoner's dilemma. I mean, as people were quick and gleeful to point out, but we won't get into that part of it unless you want to. Um, I thought it was it's a cool idea. But when you do it every episode for the first eight or nine or whatever, it, it's I mean, it's a diminishing return and it's a steep drop off. If you ask me. Yeah, it was by the end. It's like, I mean, I don't even care. Like I, I guess it's interesting to see how different people go about it, but I don't know. That's yeah. I think the, I think the best thing it does is it gets intermingling between tribes. I love when they do that. 
especially if they're not going to do a full-on swap that I, I really don't like, you know, heroes versus villains, the exception that proves the rule, that's going to buck every trend. But when you go to a merge with no swap and no real interaction between tribes, it makes it way too easy to just stick in those original tribe lines. And so you need to have some mixing up. And that's why I like, the, that's why I like one, maybe two swaps, but if they're not going to do that, doing something like this to get players connecting across tribes works, but maybe switch up what the Island is each time. Not always the decision. Maybe they just go and they get food or they just go and hang out for the day and get, and get nothing. But there's always going to be that, that mindset from the other players that, Oh, they're going to get something or they have to make a decision. And then it's just, you know, the social game of playing off what happened, whether you're going to tell the truth or not, but mix up what happens when they go there. I think they should keep the fact that they mix up the, the players just to get that, you know, those tribal lines a little, a little more blurred, but don't do the, the wheel decision every single time. No. And this will be a common theme for me as we, go through this episode but even your suggestion of like yeah you maybe you get like a small food reward if you go to this place and then it just shows us you know the two people from different tribes talking to each other um maybe trying to set something up for later in the game that's all i need like and we missed out on so so much of that this season just like like getting let into normal conversations. The whole season was about discussing twists, doing challenges and tribal council. And like, it's like they thought that if there wasn't something happening with the game itself, then we wouldn't want to see it. And like, I, the reason why people love the show is because they love watching their relationships like they love learning about the people who are on the season and seeing how they deal with it. And, and this, like, I guess in theory was okay in that, like, yes, you get the tribes interacting with each other and maybe throw a gameplay twist in there. But like, it seemed like such a small, like just the interaction seemed like such a small priority. I, yeah. Didn't, didn't so love it. Because you mentioned that, I'm going to jump ahead, which I was going to save to the end of the twist, but the, the Heather thing. So obviously one of the big stories was how invisible she was early on in the show, like especially early on. So in one of her, I think it was with Dalton Ross at EW in her post-game interview, she said that she actually called production early on to like ask why she wasn't on the show. She thought she like offended somebody or did something wrong and they said no heather we loved you out there but we wanted the show to be about the twists and you didn't have anything to do with that so we didn't tell your story because it didn't align with the larger story of the game that's the worst thing i've heard so far right it's that's horrible it's wow. I, I don't know what to say like i think it speaks for itself as to how dumb that is when you have so many twists that are take, taking up such a strong focus of the game that you completely purple, you give some that purple edit intentionally because she doesn't have advantages or twists or idols or whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. There, there needs to be a better balance. If this is the, 
prevailing theme going forward for Survivor. Again, kind of the 42 gets a little bit of a pass because they, they can't adjust the game at this point. It's done. But 43, 44, and on, if if they still have this much of a focus on the non-relationship stuff, I'm still going to watch the show. Take a lot more than that to get me to stop watching. It's nowhere near that level for me. But the level of enthusiasm and joy that I get out of the show will almost certainly just continue to drop if that's what if, that, if that's where the show is going. Yeah, and and also then on future seasons, you know, like it just sounds like they're not going to focus on bringing back returners for a while. But like if this happens to a lot of people on the show, where if they don't have advantages and they don't get shown, then it's like, who are you going to be excited about coming back? I it's like okay. I guess, yeah, that was, I, you know, Danny played a decent game. I guess he could come back. Um, yeah, like, it just doesn't give you anything. Like, I don't, I don't know more about, like, gameplay interactions and players and all that stuff than I did before the season started. Yeah, I, I, it still feels like, and, I kind of guessed or speculated, <clears throat> excuse me, speculated on this throughout the season that they came up with all of these ideas in their extended break and they just couldn't help themselves from throwing everything at the island at once. They didn't want to parcel them out, maybe try two or three this season, two or three and 42, see what worked, what didn't work, reassess the next filming cycle. They just threw everything out there. Um, so, I mean, maybe they'll realize that there was too much and they'll scale it back. Um, it doesn't sound like it the way that Jeff has been talking about the twists and things. Um, but I go back to the edge of extinction. He listened to the fans on that one. And that was a great decision. He, I mean, if it was up to him, it would be a, a mostly consistent aspect of the game. So hopefully he'll take some of the backlash know into uh into consideration um but like everything time will tell yeah do you think right now this is just a outside the game kind of question but knowing now how some of the fans felt about the overwhelming number of twists and and that it's already been filmed you know 42 has already been filmed do you think they have the ability to edit 42 even if all that stuff is in there like even if they did the exact same number of game twists for 42 do you think that they have the capability of editing it to give us a different feel just one season later after it's been filmed already i would say in a vacuum yes but it it all depends on how tied into the game and the votes those things are yeah. Like if if say there's a ship real island where no everyone just protects their vote. Nobody gets anything. They don't need to show that necessarily. They could cut something like that out of an episode. Um you know, if if someone uses their shot in the dark and they're not safe and their vote wouldn't have mattered. You know, say say there's eight votes eligible, but they only read five you know, cause they're all for one person like that kind of thing. 
they could, there's probably some, some leeway. Um, but that's something we'd have to maybe look at after next season to see how critical to the actual like gameplay and results those twists become. Cause at some point you can't take things out of the game. Like if, when Xander plays an idol, you need to show him finding the idol and saying that phrase. You can't just give him an idol to play one day. Um, so I think at this point, they, unless the twists and things become or were just basically non-existent in the, like, the strategy and whatnot, they're probably not going to take the time to go back and, and make those changes. Okay. Just my gut feeling. All right, moving on. The beware idol and beware advantage. One, change the name. Split them up, please. Idol is one. Beware idol or whatever it might be. Not, not necessarily for the players. I like when there's a little uncertainty on their end, but for the fans, it became so hard to know who had what, who didn't have a vote, who had this, but were waiting for this other thing to happen before they could use their thing. Too much, two different names. Beware Advantage is a bad name. You can come up with a second bad name for all I care. Um, and now we already know with 42 that the Beware Idol is back with the phrases. Not a fan of that at all, especially if they're going to keep using the knowledge is power, um, which we'll get to a little later because it's more or less in chronological order. Um, but I don't mind the Beware Advantage as a general idea. I prefer them not to do it with the idols. Do it with other advantages for the game, whatever that might be. Um, also not a huge fan that was always losing your vote. The vote is one of like the few sacred things in Survivor. And in any given episode, you could have multiple people with the Beware Idol and Beware Advantages not having a vote. And with you know three smaller tribes, that can be a huge influence and impact on how the vote goes if two or three out of six people can't vote mix yeah. up what they lose yeah yeah I'd, I'd be fine with that too i was thinking more like i, I kind of got off track in my head where if you know they're doing the beware idol again next season it's like does this mean we have three tribes again and then we're just going to run back the entire same format of the season just with different players in it and then it's like well, who cares if the players are the only different thing because we're not going to learn anything about the players anyway. It's just going to be about the game. I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a dark place now. <laughs> That's too bad. We'll see what we can do to get you out of that before, okay. we, before we leave. But this part won't help. The other thing, I mean, I guess maybe one light is that how much longer can they do the Beware Idols the way they're doing them? Starting with 43 people are going to be listening for those phrases. Yeah, I think this has and to if be they're as line. if they're as obvious as they have been, they're going to stick out like a sore thumb once people know to listen for them. They've got to be way subtler or change how they're done. Yeah, um, I could see it. I could see it working if they were just normal things, like just a normal thing that you would say. But then in that case, still, when everyone shows up to each challenge, do you have to call on everyone there and just give them an opportunity to say something or like, yeah, I, I, I think from what I've heard is that obviously we only see a fraction of what happens that more people do talk, but 
you know, if if Ricard doesn't have the idol to say a phrase, it doesn't really matter if his thing gets cut out. So they can just show Jeff going to Shan for her phrase. Yeah. Okay. That one holds a little hope for the future. Not for 42, but going forward. Uh, shot in the dark, whatever. I I don't really have any strong opinion either way. I don't really care. Get rid of it. I prefer to see it go, but given how small of an impact, basically none that it had this season, I don't really mind if it stays, but yeah, I prefer if it goes. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say, that's all I've got on it. Yeah. I'll say what I was going to say until we're through all of these. I'm sorry. What was that? I'll save what I'm going to say until we are through with all of these. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, this is the first probably really bad one in my mind. The earn the merge, which then also flows into the share hourglass twist. First of all, the earn the merge. Hate it for a couple of reasons. One, you, then you have half of the tribe is immune, which is absurd for a random draw of spots. I mean, I, I, I just hate when there's multiple people. Like, I don't mind if the first immunity challenge, they, they give away two necklaces or whatever. Fine. Or first individual immunity. Whatever. Do that. I don't really care when it's two out of 12 or whatever. But when it's six out of 12, just just no. There's no room to maneuver if you're in that, that group of six. That's, that's vulnerable. But if you're going to do this, don't lie to the players. <laughs> This was this was Danny's big thing, which we which we touched on a little bit during the season. That if you tell the players, if you win this challenge, you are safe at the vote, you are in the merge. That's just an outright lie. That's not misleading them. That's not clever wording. It's just a straight up lie. And well, at, at some point, the players need to be able to trust production with certain parts of the game. Otherwise, they're not they don't know the game they're playing otherwise. It was not a lie until Erica decided to smash the urn. But it, it, I mean, I see your point. I disagree <laughs> with it, even though I know you're semi-joking at least. Um, because if it wasn't, if it wasn't a lie, she wouldn't have even had the option. Okay. Right. Because Jeff's comments basically guarantee you are safe. You are safe at this point in the game for at least this vote. Um, the hourglass twist, super dumb because every player with an ounce of game intelligence is going to do, do Erica's decision. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit too, you know, when you're saying that half the people are safe and there's not a lot of room to work with the the merge episode is like typically one of the most exciting episodes because anything can happen almost always and you just i mean you just took away half the outcomes well if not i mean more than half the outcomes because it just exponentially grows as there's yeah. more people in the game so yeah i mean that was like you're you're taking away one of the high points guaranteed high points of your season um, and not just that you're like, not even really telling the players what are, what's going on. 
Yeah. And then you just spring it on them at the end. Like it's, there's so much wrong with that. Or at least I don't want to compromise on either of those, but at least make Erica's decision harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a consequence here? What, what, uh, yeah. What's the consequence of smashing the urn? Do you, is there anything bad that happens to you? Is there any chance that you could not be safe? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot of, lot wrong with that. Get rid of the urn, the merge, get rid of the hourglass. And we're at a great starting point. Um, the next one that I also hate is the do or die. <laughs> the only thing it has going for it is that every player knew going in what they were risking if they decided to play. But think of how anticlimactic that episode would have been had Deshaun gone home in that way. Yep. Definitely would have put a different spin on the final chapter. Yeah, no no vote, just him flipping over an urn or whatever it was. Oh, that's a skull. And he went against the math. <laughs> yeah, I know. I could just see, I, I like playing that out in my head. Yep, uh, flips over the skull. Jeff, well, Deshaun, bring me your torch, and uh, we'll see everyone next week. <laughs> it's, I mean, the vote is like the signature moment of the show. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they also did an episode where there wasn't a vote, so... Yep, classic Aussie survivor. Yeah, Nana Limbs are not great, but at least in Aussie, they have 24 episodes. <laughs> so they can hide it, hide it a little better. Um, once again, I'll just pitch Australian Survivor on Paramount Plus. I've heard they're adding the earlier seasons now as well this month. So you're quickly continuing to run out of excuses. Speaking to you specifically and the general public for not watching. Um, but you've heard me go on and on enough about that. You should know that it's amazing. Watch it. Um, any other thoughts on the do or die? Get rid of it. There we go. Simple as that. Uh, next up, the super widely accepted and beloved knowledge is power. Mm. Yes. Um, hate it as is. Cause it's tied right into the aware advantages. Once you know how those work, you know who has something. Um, I think they 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 can maybe use this, but not in its current state. Because right now it's not knowledge is power. It's give me a free idol. Is what mm -hmm. it should be. But if they truly want it to be knowledge is power, let them ask a player the question and then just have the knowledge. Don't give them that thing. Also, yeah. I still don't love it, but it's way better than how it works now. Yeah, that would be better. Um, yeah, I, I guess in theory, the idea of being able to access information as an advantage, I don't hate. Um, but yeah, it's just like being able to steal anything from anyone. Not great. Yeah, and it only worked because Leanna completely misplayed it. Yeah, like yeah, that. It was that a was pretty entertaining episode. Yeah, it ended up being good, but it was it was good in spite of itself. Uh, yeah. Um, 
lastly, um, aside from the not new but needs to go anyway, Final Four fire making, the last new thing, the Final Four, Final Five went to a new island. Why? Well, um, exactly. There was no re- there was no reason for it, none whatsoever. Yeah, doesn't doesn't need to be a talking point for for the episode for the confessionals or anything. Just get rid of it. I mean, yeah, they started over, but at that point, there was what three days left, two days left in the game. Yeah, was that was that the whole point of it? Making them build more things. In, unless I'm for getting something that happened yeah there i mean so there really was no point okay yeah yeah i never really thought about that it's like what was their like what did they think would happen going in like what was their hope for how that would work see that's also an indictment of it if you one forgot that it happened and two don't know why it happened what what purpose did it serve Aside from taking away a few minutes of of airtime, yeah. What if what if like they were hoping for something more specific to happen and it just didn't, and then like they just cut that out of the edit, and here we are. But that's why I ask, like, what were they hoping? Yeah, they they could have worked it where we didn't even know they went to a new island. They could have just not shown the shelter, <laughs> yeah. not shown professionals. Nobody would have noticed. Only only players who have already played who might recognize the different beaches by sight, they might recognize something, but no one else is going to. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it comes up on Twitter. Why did they, why did they switch the beach? Eh. And we'd all be like, eh, man, I don't know. Maybe something happened. If it was important. They would have showed us hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So that, that's the, uh, the twists and advantages part. I and mean, I think the obvious thing, which you've said before in the season and even today, too much stuff. Way, way too much stuff. Um, like on Heather's at ed- Heather's edit, players literally get pushed to the background intentionally if they're not directly involved in these stupid game mechanics. I mean, if that doesn't show right there that there's a problem, I don't know. I don't know what does. Yeah. Um, and what I was gonna say when I, you know, I'm gonna save it to the end, but we're going on this full list of you know, like eight things that they added. And my answer is going to be the same every time. Get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. Like at this point, when there's so many things that you add that you have to list them out. And when you were saying them, you know, we're like, here's what we're going to touch on. You just kept reading more and more stuff. And I was like, okay, we need to look at this list. And like, if it's a new season, Pick one, just one thing that you want to add into the game, try it out and we'll see. So it's like, if there's, if there's one thing that I like, like one change they made that I like everything else, I'd say, get rid of it. One is enough for the season. So, you know, I didn't want to give the spoiler alert before I gave you my decisions on all of it, but it was just going to be get rid of it. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I would lean that way on all of it as well. Um, the I think the one with the most potential is probably the the beware because you can have fun with that, but they need to tweak it. 
Yeah. I hate it as, as it is now. Um, because if you're playing survivor and you see something marked, beware advantage, hopefully you're going into the game with enough knowledge to know that there's something good in there for you, but you could get completely screwed. So, you know, there's a risk. It's not like we mentioned during the season. It's not like Jamal on Island of the Idols where he just saw a dangling piece of <laughs> parchment, which 100 out of 100 players would take if they saw it. And he's got screwed. Yeah. Um, at least there's a warning that, hey, you're taking a little risk here. You're only, only taking a risk. Or you can leave it, and then if you go back and it's gone, you know, someone's got something. Um, so it's kind of a mini knowledge power, if you will. Um, I think that one can be can be worked, you know, tweaked a little bit to, to work. Um, but yet yeah, almost nothing here. Actually, nothing here works as is. Everything needs some adjustment, if not just the outright boot. The sign of a good season. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess I don't want them to stop trying things. Like, I, that's the best I can say. I am always in favor of trying new things, but. Um, yeah, limited, when, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Don't try all of the new things. Yeah. Not what, what, what's, what's scary, though, not to dark in your dark place is that if this is what made the cut you know what what could be on deck for future seasons that are maybe coming later that didn't make the the final say for this this 41 well as long as they don't use them i would love to see the list of everything that got cut that would just be there's probably so much trash yeah if this is the best of the best there's got gotta be some stuff in there that's just like edge of extinction level bad or worse. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you right now. Yeah. Audio question. Can you hear noise coming in from just your voice? Okay. That's good. We got, we got some snow plows uh, in, in my parking lot right now. So nope, I got nothing. Okay. All right. We'll continue. All right. Uh, do you want to do cast or the last couple things that I have marked for, I guess, tribal council? Well, let's save the cast for last. That's okay, so the, so tribal council. Um, just a couple of things. Very brief. One, the jury entrance is no more. They're already waiting for them when the when the tribe enters. Very minor, but I love when the jury enters. Props calls them in one by one. They get to give the give the little looks they want. They kind of peek around, see who has the immunity necklace. Prefer that to go back the way it was, but given what else needs to change won't really complain if that stays how it is. And then this is maybe the best thing they did. One of the best things they did and changed is at final, at final tribal, they got rid of the outwit outplay outlast sections. They just got Uh, to, they just got to talk, ask questions, discuss, didn't have to be squeezed into how does this fit into outwit or outplay or outlast. It just becomes awkward and forced. Yeah. Great choice. And, and that's like the, um, the tribal council version of forcing a theme into the game, you know, like, like uh, Ghost Island, Millennials, Gen X, you know, like that kind of thing. As a millennial, do you type the letter, the number two, or do you do the word two? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, as so, a sane adult, I type the word out, Jeff. Yes, yes. Um, as a user of the English language, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I I think, you know, like like you said, to have to check off all the boxes about play out without less, just a little much. Um, and so, you know, when they force a theme into a season, it's kind of like forcing this in tribal council where it's like, no, we got to make sure that we talk about this, this, and this, even though like all of these categories, if you, if your game resembled anything like a good game, like we're going to get to it with or without the sections. Yes. Yes. It doesn't, it'll fit into those parameters by default if you played a good game and they won't if you got dragged there to the end so i mean um the survivor reunion i know at the time we were both kind of fine with it we i think we kind of agreed it was about as good as you could expect given the circumstances um so i don't think we need to go go through that again unless you have any changed opinions on on that no i don't think so um I, yeah, it is what it is. The, I was going to make a, a joke about the pizza, but um, no, we'll, we'll skip that too. That's not important. And in the sake, if we're talking about cutting out time for important things, um, we should probably take our own advice. So I won't talk about the pizza. Fair enough. All right. We'll get to the cast and where we have it ranked. So the cast, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go player by player, big picture? Just the few that you really liked or really didn't didn't like on the show on the season. What do you think? I don't know if it's necessary to go through everyone. Um, how about how about how about this? We'll at least go through everyone on a yes or no if you if you want to see them come back again, and then we'll sure. do deeper dives on a few of them. All right, in order: Abraham, no. first out. No, yeah, I'm eh. um Sarah. Also, no. first episode, I would say I have a little more sympathy towards early boots, like the first one or two, because you see so little of them that something they did in casting got them out there, and that you don't often get to see that fully on display. Um, but again, I would say I would say yes to both, but very weak yeses. Uh, Voce, uh, I mean. <laughs> that's no that's that's my exact exact thoughts just sure why not don't carry the way yeah brad no no i don't need to see him again oh man that's the first one we differ i'm an i'm an all-in yes the guy guy's a psycho in the best way possible uh, yeah i mean uh, there's so many players that i want to see come back like I really. Oh yeah, I mean we're we're not we're not talking like he's the. This isn't for, on the next returning player season. Who do you want to see? This is just in in broad strokes terms. I don't even know. Like okay, it, no, that's he's fair. Just not a he's just not a good player. Like I don't. You I need don't... a you need one or two of those every season. You need some of the the wild cards. You never know what they're going to do. Who aren't going to win the game, but they're just going to come out there and bring the heat for the three episodes they're on. All right, let's put him in. That's my thought, at least. Um, JD. Sure. I'd, I'd say yes, but give it a few years. You know, he's only 20. Let him let him mature a little bit, come back. Kind of like we said for, um, who is that? Will from Millennials. Uh, Jeannie. No. Agreed. Sydney. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. Sydney's a big time yes. Uh Tiffany. Yes. Yep. Nasir. No. No. Interesting. You're just just a ball of light, Jared. Yeah. I mean, the we can I'll give my reasoning for generally why I'm answering how I'm answering when we get through everyone. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Uh Evie. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm more I'm kind of like like Volchi and her, but a little but leaning more towards yes. Uh Shan. No. No. I saw that one coming. I'm a yes. Um Leanna. No. Agreed. Danny. No. I I'm I'm like a yes and no. I love him, but he's not that dynamic of a personality. He didn't bring a lot to the entertainment value, but he's a great guy, good player. I wouldn't mind seeing him again. Uh Ricard. Maybe. I I'll say yes, but I don't really care. Okay. Um Heather. No. No. Xander. No. Come back to that. I'd say same thing for JD. Yes, but give it a few years. Uh Deshaun. No. And Erica. No. I'd say yes, but give some time. I don't need a I don't need a winner back right away. Just in general, yes. Um, so I I kind of thought that would be about how it went. I know you were a little lower on the cast than I was and how at least how how Twitter fans were. Um, but what were your you said you kind of explained how you're answering a little bit. Yeah, I I don't know. The if I'm looking at cast and you know, there's gonna be like there's gonna be seasons with returning players, and you need to be very careful about who you put on because like I don't want to waste it's so frustrating when they waste a portion of a returning cast on people I'm not interested in. Like I would just, I, I would rather just give me new people like that way I can find someone that I really, really like. And like so much of this cast does not excite me. Um, Like Shan is, I mean, she the whole focus was on her i imagine she's someone that a lot of people would like to see back i i can't stand watching her she's one dimensional like you i mean if she's not running things then she's not going to be happy and there's going to be heat on her and that's that's her game so like that's my reason for not needing to see her we have mm-hmm. seen a lot of shans i don't i don't need to see her again um like Brad, there's a lot of Brad's out there. I mean, I don't know about that who come in, they don't really know what they're doing, but they, they are certain while they're doing it. Like (laughs) I, it's, you know, I don't know. Like there's, there's going to be more of them, like more Brad's like I, with, um, let's, let's say, well, I'll pick the, the three people who I would want to see back and I'll tell you why I want to see them back. And then you can kind of see like why everyone else is a no. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one was Sydney and like 
she has great one-liners um like she causes some friction i think or has the capability of causing some friction um she i still don't think we got to see everything from her that she's capable of offering i'd agree like it, it felt like she was gone too soon um and it made me want to see more of her um same same with tiffany for almost the exact same reasons um like she's very outspoken she is going to say what she thinks um she's going to try and make moves like she she could blow up some stuff for other people um you know if she gets rubbed the wrong way on something um and she left right around the merge too and i would have loved to see how, how her game kind of evolved as like less and less people were there and then same with evie um she i think she was playing a really good game and she kind of showed her cards too early where you know it's like okay well we have to get this person out um so i think she would have a really tough time if she came back like making a deep run but um like she always seemed to be on the right page and have a good feeling for what was going on and i like watching those players mm -hmm. so those would be the three that i would take back for example someone like xander like I, I wouldn't hate seeing him again. It's not like if you put him on the show, I'm going to be like, why is he back? Why is he here? But he's, I, I'd say that, yeah, he's going to find advantages and idols and he'll do okay in some challenges. And like, that's what he's going to offer. Um, like with Deshaun, you know, he's a strategist. He's always going to be working the next angle. Um, wouldn't say he has a great social game. Wouldn't say he's like a natural to watch. Um, you know, there's certain people that are strategists that are really fun to watch just because they're so smooth. And like, um, it's like, man, how, how can you just show up and make it look that easy? And he's not one of those people. Like, so if you're a strategist, but you're, kind of stumbling your way through the game it it's like defeating the purpose for me um but yeah like i so a lot of the people i said no to it's not like it's not like i'd be outraged if they came back like i'm sure there's stuff about boche that we don't know that could be fun to see if he comes back sure i just the I only really strongly would want to see two, maybe three, including Evie back on the game. No, yeah, everything you said there are completely fair and makes sense. Um, for my side, I think there's a few things. One, I'm just more inclined to say yes to people that I like to come back. Um, for whatever reason, I like a, a good mix of the the complete train wrecks like Brad that are fun to watch and 
the big personalities like Sydney and Tiffany and just the great people like Nasir. I like a good mix of that. Um, and I'm just more inclined to say yes on the first go through than, than not. It's just, you know, when, when we were doing our, our own second chance casting here, when I went through my initial kind of rankings, I guess, for lack of a better word, there were tons of yeses that ended up getting pushed to the side because I was just being too, too liberal with who I said, said okay to. Um, but I think there's a couple other things specifically for me. Um, cause I agree with you that I usually prefer a brand new cast with the exceptions of like a hero versus villains or winners at war type of deal. Um, usually a new cast is going to be better the, than fresh blood, if you will. Um, but one, we had such a long layoff that I think I was so excited that survivor's back. I was more open to just saying, I like this person, that person, that person, and that person than I maybe would be in a regular cycle. And when you're talking about new new cast seasons, if you really look at it, we have Runners at War, then Island of the Idols, which is, you know, in community talk, the gas leak season, then Edge of Extinction, which was also kind of blacked out, plus there were four returning players. So you're, so it, I know it's a little finicky, but it really need to go back to David versus Goliath for a full, like, pure, all-new player season. And that was a little over three years ago. Um, ended December of 2018. And so I was, we were so long in between a, a new player season without any, you know, asterisk, if you will, to, you know, mark next to it, that I was probably just more excited and therefore more open to saying, yes, that person was funny. So I'll take him back. That, that's kind of my line of thinking that if I rewatch this season, the 41, I, I feel like I probably would say no to a few more of those people. But on that first go through, I was just more, more open just for other reasons. It's more easily influenced this time around to say yes to some people. Yeah. I, I kind of want to just think back and like compare this cast. Cause I, I really like the edge of extinction cast. I thought that was an awesome cast and you know, the, for other reasons, the season kind of has a black eye, but um, if you, if you look at this cast and you compare it to edge of extinction, like, is there a Devons? I, I think I think the Edge cast is for sure stronger at the top. I think with, without a question. Because, I mean, although if you're saying, is there a Devons? Most seasons, that, that's going to be a no. Yeah. Um, but, but <laughs> I mean, they didn't find one this season. Uh, so, yeah, is there a Devons? No. Um, is there a War Dog? No. Like, is there, um, like, is there a Ron? Ron? No, I would say not. There, like, but I would say there, there are a few players on here that I would have ahead of Ron. So I, I think maybe a better way to put it for me is this is just, a black and white yes or no to want him back. If I were ranking every, you know, every player who has not played twice in order of how much I want them to come back, most of the 41 casts would probably be near the bottom or the lower or the, or the bottom half of that. If I'm just thinking down the road at some point, would I want to see this person come back? Yes or no. That's where 
I get more of the yeses. But if I, but if I was ranking them saying like, say 43 is an, is a returning player season. Um, and they're, and it's, or a second chance season or, or whatever it might be. And I don't know how many of these players, if any would crack my preferences for that cast. Exactly. Like there's, it's just not good that, I mean, I'm not gonna, I've said that a, a couple of times, but like it, part of it is that I don't think anyone is super exciting on this cast outside of a, a couple people. And we also don't know anything about anyone. And that's not even their that's fault. The, that's the other thing too, is that both of our opinions could be wildly different if they got anything close to a normal edit for this, for the social part of the season. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> the thing, the thing you said about Heather it, it tells you everything you need to know. Like, yeah, we didn't think it would be important to like tell anyone about you because uh, we needed to uh, reverse the merge immunity. Yeah, okay. that that was that was a wild thing to read. I still can't believe it. I mean, I can, but I, I also can't. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe there's some hidden gems in here that we never really got to know. But I, I don't know. I think, like, if I was to just take a shot in the dark. Oh. Like, oh, un- <laughs> unintentional. No, no pun intended. Um, but if I, if I were to just say who's one person that I think we know nothing about who could come back and if they made a deep run on their season... I could get like super into this person or be super against this person. And it would be Abraham. That's fair. Well, we'll see. Like yeah. I, I doubt we'll ever get it, but. Well, when that, when that all first boot season comes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think there might be something there. Um, but again, yeah, really hard, really hard to tell. Yeah. And I, I think that just kind of circles back to the main the main theme of the season, for better or for worse, is that people watch the show for the people. Fans watch the show for the players and how they interact with each other, not how they react to game twists. Um, they're a part of the game and I have no problem with that. And seeing how they navigate a lost vote or finding an idol or seeing someone else find an idol, whatever it might be, that's part of the social and strategic part that I enjoy. But when the show becomes, look at these twists, see how the players play the twists versus see how the players play the game. It, it's too much. And I really hope 43, I'm, I'm kind of giving 42 just a wash. They just get yep. immunity, if you will, um, because they film back to back doesn't need to be, you know, retread that whole thing of it. But 43 is going to be the, the biggest test of, of where the show's, what the show's direction is going forward. And that'll be a big indicator of if we're going to get more scenes like this, which were good, not great, fine. Or if they maybe will trend more towards the, the upper half of the previous 40 seasons. Yeah. Let's, I'll throw an example out there. So, what we missed a lot of as far as like social interactions and gameplay was the subtlety 
like there's when you watch someone like sandra playing survivor sure she's gonna have her couple of moments per season that make you laugh and it's like wow yeah only sandra could say that but so much of her game is just like planting a thought here like maybe you know switching up a vote here and eating the sugar there yeah exactly and you know dumping out the fish accidentally and then having to cover it up and like blaming your alliance partner yeah, for it <laughs> yeah like if if there were just a sandra on this season i don't think we would know that she existed it, that's like, a really good point i hadn't thought of it in that context before that makes a lot of sense yeah and and not exciting like not an exciting player by any means to watch but someone who's like fascinating and if you if you just appreciate good gameplay i mean there's no one better and speaking of sandra she'll be making a new appearance on survivor australia new season starts january 31st i was with that pigeon can't get enough never um but but yeah that's that's the thing um and i think we're kind of at the end we kind of just keep repeating ourselves that too many twists show us the players that's the bottom line of the season, I think. Um, so let, let's rank this this bad boy. Um, rankings are arbitrary and reductive, but I love them anyway. Um, I have Survivor 41 coming in at number 26, right in between Game Changers and All-Stars. Um, so That's lower, expensive. Oh, my god! You're a lot higher on Game Changers than I am. Um, but 26, good, not great, fine, but lower half of the series for sure. Um it's it's above that kind of unwatchable bottom five to ten you know the the thailands and nicaraguas the fiji's a little bit i love the, i love how fiji got better for me and it still sucked <laughs> yeah. um but so i have it at 26 where would you where would you pop it in either a firm spot or kind of a general idea i have mine right now at 31 okay um, so same same general area it's between one world and palau i uh, to this day will never understand why people think palau is a top 10 season but i'll uh if palau happened today it'd be much less interesting than when it happens early on in the show that's all i'll say yeah. it gets it gets a benefit for being so early in the in the show's run yeah um i yeah let's see what else is it above like gabon vanuatu guatemala like there's kind of that consensus bottom six to 10 or so it feels like that's going to be pretty hard for i feel like a new season to penetrate yeah i see i think like when you say it's between all-stars and game changers those are two returning casts like just phenomenal casts and i when when it gets sandwiched in there and, and just think of all the things that happened on both of those seasons like man that's this season it feels like nothing happened like a lot happened but nothing happened and um yeah i i wanted to talk a little bit too this is like a separate not not rehashing the same thing that um we've been saying where it's like yeah not enough focus on the people too much Uh focus on the game um because we're like ranking where the season falls now in like the grand scheme of things, 
Um, there were, I'll just look at it in like a very big picture way and say there were moments on this season where I did not know like what they wanted to accomplish. Um, they, the players or they, the show, the show where the first episode, they're talking about some of the COVID stuff. And Jeff is saying, if you have anything you want to talk about, let's, let's give you a platform here. And then he changes his catchphrase. And, you know, like that episode, I was like, what is going to, like, what is going to happen on this season? I Mm -hmm. like, what's going on? Um, And then you get into like the Alliance, um, like the Deshaun, Leanna, Shan, Danny Alliance and those dynamics. And we have like a full episode dedicated to having to break the Alliance and you know, some of these social issues come up and we're getting lectured by Leanna. Like it's, I mean, do you want to leave that in the game? And like, is that the, is that the like stamp that you want to put on this season or like you get to the end and what we've heard for a number of years is that if a woman plays the same game as a man, then she's not going to get credit for it. The, the man is going to be the one taking the credit here. And the entire final tribal council was about how Erica managed to fly under the radar, making all these huge moves and no one even knew. And it's like, are we just going to ignore everything we've talked about? Like up until this very point, I mean, is that, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Like, I, Danny said he wanted to play her game because, you know, like she was kind of sitting back and not a target for anyone, even though people knew what she was doing or, or was there more focus on making it seem like she was playing a big game because we didn't want the same narrative to come in where, oh no, we didn't give her credit for not really making any moves. So we have three huge separate things that I was like, my brain was kind of scrambled by the end of it because I didn't know if they wanted to go like the COVID current events route as they did the first episode. I didn't know if they wanted to go the social justice route, like that they were kind of going post-merge. I didn't know if they wanted to go like the gender differences route at the end of the season. It all came up, but then they just move on and like not really circle back and address any of it and i'm i'm most interested in the conversation that they should have had about how erica's game was perceived because that has been such a focal point like winners at war it was it was huge like that i mean and that's just the season prior so i don't know like maybe we could like talk about this now because there seems to be a different light on it but it got pushed aside and like i i don't know i got i got i got a whole bunch of different vibes from this season at different points and i don't really know what to do with it my my response to that and i have nothing to back this up so this could be completely wrong i think when you said 
did they want to be the COVID season or the social justice season or the a new woman winner season? I think the answer is yes. I think one one issue I have with the show that it's not new is Jeff has his hands too deep into the weeds of the show itself. And that's going to be the case as long as he's with the show. At this point, he's not going to step back and say, I'm not going to produce the show anymore. I'm just going to host. I think that's the ideal. But the way he talks at tribal and in interviews and at reunions and whatnot, I feel like he has this sense of this show being this great microcosm of society. And it is to a degree, but I think he have he has an overestimation of how good of a job the show does at pinpointing those different aspects of current life. And I think in his eyes, all three of those things that you pointed out, I think he thinks they nailed it to a T. <laughs> I honestly believe that I could be completely wrong. I haven't heard him. Comment I, on right. it. I doubt I he will, right. but I, th- I think that's where it is where he, where he's th- sitting back thinking, wow, we got the COVID. We, we did away with guys. We talked about, you know, the, the black lives matter and how that came to the forefront this past year. And we finally have a woman winner. We, we nailed it. We nailed it team. We did it. I honestly believe that's his thought. I bet you're right. Yeah. And, and so in, unless someone on the production team tells him, Hey Jeff, this was a massive mixed message on what the, what the story of this season was going to be. We need to tailor it or tone it down or rein it in next season. I think we're going to get more of the same. You know, what I do love is that they won't shy away from having those conversations that if they're on the Island, they're a part of the game and they matter. So we, the audience should be seeing them, whether you agree with what they're saying or not, or you're vehemently against or fully in support of, it doesn't really matter if it's happening in the, in the game. It matters to the players, which means it matters for the season, which means it matters to the fans. It's the way I see it. And then, so they should be shown, but, when you think of how much footage gets left on the cutting room floor, there's has to be a way to better tie it together to weave a more cohesive story than what they had this time. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, the cohesion was definitely not there in a number of ways. Um, I, I, I think he and the team thought that it did flow together. That that's, that's just my belief. You know, yeah. they've been working on this show for a lot of them since day one. Um, so they, they know how to make a good show. And I think it maybe is the case of them being a little too close to it. You know, that's, you know, whether you're writing a script or a paper or whatever it is, you can only edit it yourself so much before you just get blind to any mistakes or inconsistencies that I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in, say, a bunch of new new production team next year um, that they, that there would be changes made to how the how the show was edited again pure speculation I haven't heard one single thing from an anonymous source in another interview or that anyone's come out outright and said that would lead me to believe this that's just watching 41 seasons of the show and listening to Jeff talk on the show and in interviews and whatnot that's just the impression I've gotten yeah, no, I, I think that you're right. He probably he probably does think that it worked it worked quite well. And like the sense that I got from it was whenever something would come up, 
that, you know, Jeff would hope they would talk about whether it's any of the three issues I just mentioned, like it, it comes up for, you know, whether it's a few minutes or a tribal council or anything like that. And it's like, okay, yep. Like, just want to make sure we're all on the same page about that. And uh, like, we'll just kind of move on to the, to the next thing. And it's like, yeah, you can, you can talk about it. Um, which I, I don't mind. Um, but like, what, <laughs> like, can we, uh, with the Erica thing at the end, you know, like, winning because everyone realized what a great game she was playing under the radar it's like can we at least talk about like if if this is like a change in perception of how people are viewing the game you know like is this going to be a style of game that's like oh yeah maybe this is like a breakthrough in that like you don't have to play an enormous game in order to win survivor but it just it's kind of like oh yep she won she played a good game and now uh now we're done talking about it so yeah yeah it'll be i think that one specifically will be interest. might need to to wait and see on if another you know if a woman makes it to the end in 42 and 43 you know in soon to be seasons um on how that gets addressed and talked about if it even gets specifically mentioned in that in that sense um that's that's a tough one to even just speculate on after one season since it has been so long since, since a woman won the show. Um, but something to definitely keep an eye on, on you know, kind of the, the pulse of the game on where, where that's going. Um, but yeah, it is kind of, I guess, odd the way things would get brought up so like strongly and it's kind of pushed to the side. Again, I, I, I think that's a, an effect of or result of so many non like game things being so prevalent in the, in the airtime that they couldn't really get too deep on anything because they had to fit in the ship wheel and yep. the beware and all that, all that dumb stuff. Yeah. It does. It does make you wonder what the season could have been if they just took out even a couple of those things it still would have been too much. But you take out just a couple leaves so much more time to hear those conversations and see where the cast is really at and not get a random confessional or two minutes of tribal here and there touching on it. Yeah. So I liked it. I love the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't wait. But I mean, yeah, March? that's March 9th. Okay. Yeah. That's that's season 41. Any final thoughts, anything we missed or didn't go over? deeply enough for you no i think that little little closing rant should do it all right very good um so again season 42 premieres march 9th so we'll be back on march 10th assuming all things go to plan um we'll have at least a preview episode before then we'll see about anything in the meantime maybe maybe not who knows um again australian survivor blood versus water january 31st premieres i'll be back with blog recaps of that won't be doing podcasting on that at least not through this we'll see if any opportunities arise i'm open if anyone out there is listening um but so that'll be the the weekly recaps out um after the three episodes air per week haven't heard anything definitive on south africa survivor but once that comes back i'll be getting to that as well um once again paramount plus adding more and more international seasons get on it you won't regret it um 
What's the opposite of regret? Because you'll do that if you watch it. Uh, I don't know. I only regret whatever, <laughs> whatever the opposite of regret is. You will, you will opposite regret watching uh, Survivor South Africa and Australian Survivor. Um, but for Survivor Forty One, that'll close us out until Survivor Forty Two. It'll be Jared Sundin and Matt Hambitz signing off. And you come back for the next Scoop of the Crispy.